2: facts yes all of the above are correct but most importantly they're some of the biggest latin icons in the world and they're just a few of the game-changing latin stars we're covering in becoming an icon season two listen to becoming an icon on the iHeartRadio app apple podcast or wherever you get your podcasts
1: Kaboom. if you thought four hours a day 1200 minutes a week was enough The 5th Hour with Ben Maller and Danny G Radio. Thank you. You have stumbled in to the podcast dojo as we do this every single day. You can hear this podcast. This is a spinoff of the overnight show. You hear Danny G during the week on Covino and Rich. And both the Ben Maller show and Covino and Rich proudly heard on the iHeart Network, Fox Sports Radio, of course, but the iHeart Podcast Network, where you hear this show available wherever you get your podcast, a global audience. So they tell me a global audience. We did have a good night of global calls. I think it was Thursday. We had the first hour, we had a call from Jerusalem. And a call from the Autobahn in Germany. So that was kind of cool. We A little bit of this, a little bit of that. So that was neat. And then, of course, we went from those calls to a guy in West Covina. So, you know, what the heck?
3: What the oh, heck? Man, I would love to drive on the
1: Autobahn sometime. This guy, Butch, he's from the States, but he lives. He's a contractor. He lives overseas with his family. And he loves to call the show from the Autobahn. He gets like a big kick out of it. He's, he thinks it's like the coolest thing in the world. And I don't disagree. I don't disagree. It's, it's kind of cool that he calls up and tells stories. And he, he goes to all these different European countries, so he likes to to check in. And it's like his own passport when he calls in from these different places. Oh, before I forget, by the way, this is the final Saturday before the Mowler meet and greet is one week From today, today is the 13th of May, May 20th, so a week from today, 5 p.m. to 9 p.m. It'll be on like Donkey Kong at the Mermaid Inn and Event Center in Mounds View, Minnesota. I have never been to Mounds View, Minnesota. I have no idea what I'm getting myself into, but this place looks really cool, and they've got all kinds of entertainment. they got a little arcade, bowling, axe throwing, and my fat ass will be there. Doc Mike's driving in from Chicago. We've got the Minnesota contingent. We've got listeners that have RSVP'd from Iowa, from Wisconsin. There's rumors we've got uh possibly from Maryland, Florida, California. It's going to be crazy, Danny G. And I cannot wait to get there and hang out with everybody and then travel around and see Minnesota and the sights and sounds and all. It's going to be a fun weekend. But a week from today, I will be hanging out there again. Mermaids Inn and Event Center. Mermaid Inn, no S. Mermaid Inn and and Event Center. 2200 Mounds View Boulevard in beautiful Mounds View. Minnesota. I don't know that anyone famous came from Mounds View, Minnesota, but that's where it is. This is even
3: going to have a family reunion barbecue
1: feel because
3: there's T-shirts involved.
1: Yes, yes, there are. Not available anymore if you missed out on that. You snooze, you lose, unfortunately. There was a limited edition shirt, which should arrive just before the meet and greet. They've not been sent out yet, I understand, but they are going to be sent out and assuming the United States Postal Service does their job, and depending on where you are, you should get the shirt if you ordered one in time for the meet and greet. Uh, knock on wood, and we might do another shirt. If people want—I'll talk to the people see if they like that. We might do something else, um, Maller themed for the summer. So who yeah. knows?
3: That? No, we got to do some fifth hour podcast shirts.
1: That's a great idea. I think we should do that also. We can uh, do a Daddy G radio shirt. (laughs) Would you wear a shirt with your name on it? That's the question. It's an awkward thing. Yeah, maybe your
3: name, not your face, not your photo. That would be awkward.
1: That's definitely a no-no. You cannot wear your photo. That's a party foul. That's like naming, giving yourself a nickname, which the only person that successfully gave themselves a nickname, you know who it is, right? No. Obi. Obi brought it. Kobe called himself the Black Mamba. He came up with the nickname. Gotcha. I, nobody else, you can't come up with your own nickname. Kobe could. Anybody on the Clippers is a, is a half of what Kobe Bryant is. <laughs> it's, it's edited audio is what that is. You know, I have all these nicknames, Danny G, but I didn't come up with them. Yeah, you molded a lot of them, though. I did not. No, I did not. These came from different people who happened to be fans of the show that said, hey, you know what you are? Most of them came from this guy, Richard the Racehorse from Detroit, who I don't even know if he's still around, but he hasn't called the show in a while. But I didn't give myself the nickname, the Spin Master of misinformation or the bantering broadcaster, I I didn't say you know what you are you're the Beethoven of BS or the curmudgeon yeah. of commentary. I didn't do any of those things, Danny G. I didn't say hey you're the the chasm of sarcasm. Okay,
3: that's enough. Let's move on.
1: The czar of zany, the dark knight of weeknight sports radio, the mogul of mischief, Benny the brazen. The How
3: about king, them Knicks?
1: The king of zing, Moneyball Maller. Benny the Bopper, the mm-hmm. facetious Fox. They didn't say, you know what you are? The Sultan of and No, the Shaman of Schadenfreude.
3: The I'm going to jump- eat my peanut butter toast right now.
1: <laughs> Jumping Jack of Wisecrack, Insight of Overnight, Medicine Man Maller. I'm getting choked up. This is so great. Nabob of Negativity, Sage of Outrage, Pinnacle of Cynical. Is print- it over yet? Uh, no, Prince of Preposterous, Professor of Propaganda, Hizar of Hyperbole, and the Mad Hatter of Sports Chatter. Mm.
3: That's some good jelly.
1: That's only half of my my nicknames. I could do the other half if you want, but I'm not. I'm not. You know, I'm not the, I'll, I'll save you from that. I'll save you from that. Oh yes. On this podcast, the one you are listening to right now, we've got Cashback Benny. Life hack of the week, phone booth, box office blast off, back scratcher, and scientifical. That is a lot of stuff. That is a lot of different stuff. So we'll start with a life hack. We're going to call it Cashback Benny. So in a previous episode of this podcast, which may or may not have been the previous podcast that we did, I told the story of how the Maller Mansion needed new insurance, and that cost me my all of my liquid money, all of my travel fund money, gone zero zippo. It's all none of it's left. Um, and it, because I had to spend it seventy five hundred dollars on electrical work for the house, so I can't go to Maine, can't go see my brother in New York, you know the whole thing. But my wife's like, "Hey, I need to get." I I want to get a new like an air conditioner. We don't have the really the money. I want to get an air conditioner for the house for the summer. It's going to get hot. We have kind of an older air conditioner. Like we usually we use the room air conditioners because it's a hell of a lot cheaper than the actual air conditioner for the house uh, because that's a that's a nightmare. So whatever room you're in, you just turn the air conditioner on. But, but the main room which we sleep in, the air conditioner is kind of eh, it's a little so so. We need another one. We, have, we we there's a room missing. So whatever. But we didn't have the money, so. I remember, and my wife reminded me of a life hack. It called me Cashback Benny. So she wants this air, um, big air room air conditioner. We got no money, so what do we do? We dipped in, Danny G, to the rainy day fund. And I was able to come up with enough money by doing something that I would have done anyway and paid me, and I had forgotten about it, But it was adding money by the day, and the answer is Bing, Danny. Do you know what that means? Bing is the answer. Do you realize what that is? No. All right. So you know how everyone uses Google? Mm -hmm. That's like the premium search engine. I don't use Google. I don't Google things. I use Bing. Why? I'll tell you why. So my older brother told me about this. So Bing if you sign up for a Bing account and you just log in and then you forget about it they will pay you for like when you search on Bing they will give you credit and then after a certain amount of time you get these points and you can then cash them in for Amazon gift cards there's a bunch of other things you can cash them in for
3: So the oh, way- I didn't know I didn't know that
1: yeah, yeah. And you, Danny, because you work in, in our business here, I, the, the main reason I use search engines a lot. I'm looking for different you know, things to to kind of enhance monologues or enhance the show. Mm-hmm. I'm always searching for crap.
3: Yeah, plus one of your main
2: addictions.
1: How about a lace caddy? <laughs> so, so 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 anyway, so bang. hello. Uh yeah, so but every whether it's uh, naughty or nice, it doesn't matter. And so, over the last couple of years, I'd forgotten about it. It's one of those things you said it and forget it. And I had, and I'm not exaggerating, hundreds and hundreds of dollars in Amazon money that was just sitting there that I didn't even know. And I did nothing other than what I normally would have done for my job. And the, the reason I don't have a problem with this is whether well, tracking where you search. Don't you think all of the search engines track? So it's not its not like if you go on Google, they're not tracking what you're doing. They're, of course they're tracking what you're doing. That's what they – all these internet companies. It's like uh, you are the product. The only – as that old line goes, the only companies that call their customers users are drugs and the internet. That's it. You're a user of the internet. You are the product. And so I have no problem with it. And I do recommend it, Danny. Because it's, especially now, Bing's got that AI thing on it. They're ahead of Google and the AI for now. But this paid, you know how expensive air conditioners are? This thing paid for like 85% of the air conditioner. So, and I don't, I'm not getting money from Bing. I don't work for Bing. I don't even really think Bing's all that great, but I don't think it's much different than Google. And if you've got to search the internet, if you have a job where you have to search for stuff a lot, like I have or Danny has, I mean why not Danny? It's free money. What why? So
3: you just got to sign up for an account.
1: Yeah, so I I got a I got a, a bogus, well not bogus, I just got a dummy email which I don't check. And gotcha. it, and then I that's that's where and I completely forgot about it. And it just adds up. You get points every single day. You can you can log in on your phone and you can get some more more points and all that. So it's uh it's an easy thing to do and it's called uh, microsoft rewards when you log into Ge- to bing and there's all kinds and again i don't know i'm not getting paid this is not a commercial it sounds like a commercial yeah. uh, <laughs> but they i just i, I really uh, i think it's a great thing because you can you know you, you can get free money out of stuff and when you when you spend 7 grand on electrical work and then you're running out of money and you want to buy something you can get cash back essentially so it's uh, it's a good thing to do so I I
3: like it. I like it. You know, I have one small virus in this laptop, and it automatically makes me go to Bing because of it. So it's already directing me that way thanks to a virus. So you're dealing with a company that puts viruses in computers, but at least they pay you.
1: Yeah, there you go. And they have, like, like, I used Amazon, but they have Starbucks money you can get. Gift cards, you can get uh, Burger King, Domino's, Walmart, Target, uh, Dunkin' Donut. I mean, there's all big companies that are on there. So it's, uh, I chose Amazon because I needed what I needed, but there's a bunch of other stuff on there. Anyway, so if you want to do it, it's a life hack, free money. Uh, might as well. I always love free money. Uh, what the heck? And into the phone booth we go, Danny. We got to go to the phone booth. That's what okay. we have to do. Well, as you know,
3: firsthand, the new studios have had some ups and downs. They look very beautiful, but technically there's still some smaller issues that they've been ironing out, as we like to say, and we said on that special podcast where we were reminiscing about all the greatest moments in the old Fox Sports Radio Network studios. One thing that your old producer, Wrong Button Bob, constantly has been bothering the engineers about he needs a hotline number where's the hotline i need hotline numbers i need a warm line and i need a hotline because every hour on the odd couple he has a guest that will call him on the hotline or he calls them on that number when we first moved into rush limbaugh's old studio the phone system did not have a warm line or a hotline so we were having to call guests off the regular phone number off of one of the regular lines And, you know, that could be a little hairy, let's say. And here's proof of that. So after Covino and Rich is over, I'm doing post-production. I'm also in the kitchen heating something up in the microwave for a snack. And I walk into the main studio to grab my backpack. Wrong button. Bob actually wasn't there that day. Um, I don't want to say the producer's name because I don't want to bust his chops because this experience looked like it scarred him. (laughs) <laughs> Let's say his name, it it, it rhymes with Reethan. He was, he, was, he was filling in for Wrong Button Bob, and he dialed up NBA great Gilbert Arenas as the guest. Okay. There's another edit bay guy in the studio, and he tells Reethan and he tells Alex, uh, the engineer on that shift, oh, man, I loved Gilbert Arenas when he was playing. They're having like this little small talk about Gilbert Arenas, and he's like, "Did didn't he bring a gun into the locker room?" And and they were they were kind of like, you know, they were going down memory lane as Chris Broussard and Rob Parker on the air are introing Gilbert Arenas. So he's got him punched up on the phone, and Chris gives them this big introduction as Chris is rambling off Gilbert's uh, resume. You hear him on the phone, and he's getting ready to talk. And Chris Broussard says, Gilbert Arenas, welcome into the odd couple. And there's a pause, one beat, and then the voice says, This is not Gilbert Arenas. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> and Chris Broussard says, It 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 is not? <laughs> 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 always the optimist, always the optimist. You it it was one of their regular callers <laughs> who, who was on hold on one of the regular lines. And so poor Rethan punched up the wrong line because, you know, those studio lines are all black buttons. They all kind of look the same right now. Yeah. Um, they weren't even labeled last week. So he just hit the one above the one he was supposed to push. A listener who was hearing in his uh, handset this big introduction. And then he says, "Uh, This is not Gilbert Arenas. (laughs) 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 And we're dying laughing. And Uh, the producer filling in for Wrong Button Bob. He looked pale. He did not, uh, he wasn't amused. He didn't think it was a funny moment the way we did. Alex immediately turned it into a drop Uh, not on the air but off the air during commercial breaks you'll hear Alex playing this is not Gilbert
1: Arenas (laughs) that is great if you love sports and true
4: crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me Jay Harris that you won't want to miss playing dirty sports scandals
0: And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you
4: get
2: your podcasts. Do you love Selena?
4: Like, really love?
2: Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stan the Queen of Tejano.
4: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon.
2: We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
1: That is not the first time that has happened. We were in the the early days of Fox Sports Radio. The very, very early days, uh, we were... Steve Mason, who's at uh, the ESPN station in LA, uh, Mason in Ireland, but Mason was doing a show on a Saturday night and he thought he was talking to Jim Bowden, who was the general manager of the Cincinnati Reds at the time. This goes way back. Like, this is like a million years ago. And Jim Bowden, uh, Bowden, rather, was the GM of the Reds, but Jim Bowden, you know, Jim Bowden was uh, much, much different, much different story. Uh, he was the guy from, I think it was called Ball Four. You know, it was it was the the book about uh, uh, the remember the the wife swapping. Oh, I know what you're
3: talking about. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so they they the producer put him on and and. Mason thought he was interviewing the Reds general manager and uh, he he was not. He was uh, interviewing the guy, uh, Jim Boughton from Baltimore. But Jim Boughton realized that he, the guy interviewing him didn't realize who he was talking to. So when Mason was asking, Bouton about you know Ken Griffey Jr. and what's going on because he wasn't playing well for the Reds, and Jim Bowden's like, "Oh yeah, we're going to trade him. He's not. He's not doing it." <laughs> <that."> <laughs> it was hilarious. It was so. It was so great, and, and we were all. We I was in the studio. We were like, "Whoa, that is what breaking news." <laughs> crazy, the wildest, wildest crazy thing. Um, I think Jim Bowden actually died a few years ago, but he had a great sense of humor, man. He just went with it, and he's was like, okay, this guy does not know who he's talking to, so I am just going to give the craziest answers. And he was so smart about it. As I remember it, maybe I got it wrong, but as I remember it in the time looking back, like he started out kind of like serious, like he was, they weren't outrageous. And then the, when when he kept getting asked questions, he just kept giving more outrageous answers. Like he's getting, he got more he, crazier and crazier and crazier, Um and it was, it was just wonderful. And Jim Bowden also created something, Danny. the The real Jim, not Jim Bowden, who also he did actually end up working at Fox Sports Radio, which is uh, which is kind of crazy. Later on, he was one of our baseball analysts. I did some shows with him. He's a good dude, but uh, but Jim Bowden. Uh, he he created something that was a big part of Little League and youth baseball. If you're around my age, when you wanted to mimic baseball players, Danny, did you ever have, and, and maybe you didn't have this, but it was a big part of my life. Big League Chew. Did you ever? Oh, of course. Right? I loved the grape. Yeah, it was so good. And for all of us who are around that age are heroes in baseball, you could not watch a baseball game without a giant golf ball in the, in the, uh, in the mouth and uh, tobacco being spit all over the field. <laughs> yes. It,
3: it looked like a tobacco pouch. The gum inside was in strands and you would just take a big handful of it and chuck it in your mouth. And yeah, man, it, it was uh it was a big part of our childhood with baseball.
1: Yeah, you thought you thought you were like the boss, man. You were like, you know, this is like a starter kit to chewing tobacco. You're ready to go. Nowadays, of course, people would get very upset. You should not be selling that to children. What's wrong with you? Shame on you. But it was uh pretty pretty smart, pretty smart idea. Bunch of people. There were like three or four people, but Jim Boughton was part of that. Anyway, I don't know. Did not expect to go down Jim Bouton Highway Damn. when you talked about Gilbert Arenas. But they, are they going to put a hotline in or two hotlines they, in? Yeah. So I want to
3: say this past Wednesday or Thursday, the hotline and warm line numbers were added to the phone system.
1: Oh, so we, so the same numbers we had in the other place? Are...
3: Wrong button Bob was trying to figure that out the other day but I do know that two numbers were installed to that new phone system. But it's funny. It would be like it it would be the equivalent to you doing this huge buildup to welcome in Lamar Odom onto your show, former Clipper, former Laker, Lamar Odom. And then Dick and Dayton's voice comes on. (laughs) This isn't Lamar Odom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, when I was doing local radio uh, years ago, we we had a caller this, and I don't even know who it was. And the I don't know they, they, we, we had this uh, Lee Klein, who we've had on you, you know, your your, your uh, battle royale there with Lee back in the day. But but Lee did a show after me and Dave Smith, and we had a caller that called and we were promoting like Lee Klein's coming up when we get done, and this guy in this like thick uh, you know Mexican accent says. Who the hell is Lee Klein? It was the funniest. We had, we had that as a drop. It was so funny. The timing, yeah, the guy nailed it. Comedy genius, whoever that guy was, it was hilarious. Well, when you find out what the inside numbers are, let me know, Danny, so I can adjust my – and not that we give out the hotline very often, but sometimes I'll have people call in, and there is no number other than the call-in, the, the regular uh, on-air number to call. So yeah, it would be nice if they passed that number out to people, so they would have the inside number. I like that it's taken several weeks for them to to get around to that, though. That's good. Yeah. I think, think that might have been something you might want to do right away. But I don't. What do I know? I know nothing.
3: I it was know. funny because Wrong Button Bob was asking for it so often that uh, this past Monday or Tuesday, when he asked the engineer, "Are we going to get the hotline yet?" and the engineer said. Every time you ask for it, it's going to be two days longer.
1: Ah. (laughs) That sounds about right. That sounds about right. Well, we're waiting for that, but we have something else we're ready for. The box office blast uh, blast off. If you ask for it, they will come, Danny G. We had many people that sent in movie ideas. You had told the story last week as the school year winds down. You are planning on having a wonderful, glorious movie event at the school. You're going to have a movie day at the school for all the kiddos.
3: I get to play one movie each morning, so I need five amazing movies that we really appreciate that I want to pass on to these middle school students. All right,
1: so Kyrie, who's in OKC, now he, he says... These are movies from when he was a kid. He's 32 years old, so he's a little younger than us. Actually, a lot younger. But anyway, whatever. So he's uh, Kyrie's our guy. We love Kyrie. Big fan of the show. So Kyrie says, here are the movies that, that from his childhood that were important for him. James and the Giant Peach. Okay. Matilda. All Dogs Go to Heaven. Oliver and Company. Those are the ones. Yes. Uh, Mike from Fullerton. Said he had a few suggestions for you. He wrote in. He says, "How about either the Sandlot or the original Space Jam with MJ and that other bum?"
3: Who me? <laughs> Sandlot's a good idea.
1: Yeah, and he said, "If you want something a little less sporty, you should go with the Great Miss Doubtfire." Now, what do these have? To, do these have to be? Would you say PG? Is that you Yeah, said?
3: rated PG. I think. Miss Doubtfire wouldn't pass the sniff test nowadays. How sensitive people are!
1: Oh well, he says. Uh, he says I doubt it will be the first time any of the kids have seen a man pretending to be a woman. Wow. Okay. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, that was a big uh, the, the big drag movie back in the uh, <laughs> back in the day. Uh, well, I guess. Uh, Well, Steve writes and he says Home Alone, but isn't that kind of an obvious one? Do you really need Steve to write in? I mean, no disrespect to Steve, but.
3: Yeah, I feel like the kids have all seen Home Alone during the Christmas season.
1: Yeah, I don't think you need to. I don't think you need to go down that road. Uh, Mike. Oh, Oh, you know what? I actually like this one a lot. I don't know what the rating is, though. I thought this was a great movie. What about Bob. Remember that movie, What About Bob? I do remember that, yeah. Would that not fly? What was the rating on that? I don't know. I,
3: yeah, that might be for adults. Um I mean, we saw it as kids and liked it. I don't know if kids nowadays would appreciate
1: it. That was pretty funny though, but maybe not. The kids today have the they have technology. Uh let's see. Let me type it in just to see what it is. Let's see what about, what about Bob? Uh Let's see here. 1991 black comedy, it says here. It says. Crazy. That's what it says. Right? Bill Murray, Richard Dreyfus, One hour, 39 minutes. That's so right in the sweet spot there. Yeah. I don't see the rating on it. I don't either. How do they not have the rating? Dr. Leo Marvin, Richard Dreyfus. I think that'd be all right. Eh, toss it out. I don't know. I liked it. I thought it was good. I think it'd be okay uh, what else do we have here on the box office uh blast off uh I, th- I thought we mentioned this one last week from from mark he uh he says groundhog day but that didn't we I thought that came up I think you're just having
3: uh, a Groundhog Day moment where you feel like it happened already.
1: I know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> uh, I think we wow.
3: some was with Bill Murray movies popping up? Oh, you talked about Ghostbuster, a different Bill Murray movie.
1: Not talk about. We did not talk about Groundhog Day? No,
3: you talked about Ghostbusters.
1: All right. Uh, who else wrote in... Uh, um... I don't think I got the name on those Biggles. Uh, well, he said Biggles. Hey, Danny, a couple movies for the kids at school to watch: A Flight of the Navigator.
3: Oh, that's a good one, old Disney movie. Harry and the Hendersons. Pee Wee Herman was the uh, voice of that spaceship on Flight of the Navigator. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Let
1: me find out who sent this because I I want to give the person credit. We got a lot of, we got a lot of odd, not odd, but people that maybe don't normally right oh this is from war oh this is um uh what's his name ozzy Was. so ozzy Was said flight of the navigator harry and the hendersons and biggles what is biggles not sure i have no idea what that is
3: some I- australian fair. but um harry and the hendersons that's a good one
1: all right thank you ozzy Was. we appreciate that that's a good job by you um this one's from the late night. No, this is actually old now. That's another movie I liked a lot. Uh, this is from Jeff. In parts unknown, he says, The Truman Show. Would that work? I don't know. Uh. Yeah. No. I,
3: I, I don't think that would capture the attention of middle school kids starting a school day. Okay. But I like it. I mean, it's a great movie. I don't think for this, though.
1: Okay. Uh yeah, so that's uh, that's all we got, Danny. So hopefully you get a few of those out. Anything anything there that uh, you might? Yeah,
3: I'm molding the list. I got Flight of the Navigator, James and the Giant Peach. That might be a good one.
1: All right, very cool. So thank you everyone that sent messages in. I think I got. Oh,
3: Sandlot. I wrote Sandlot down as well.
1: Yeah. Okay. What about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Probably not a good idea. Probably not. <laughs> not uh, gonna work there. Kids have seen a rebooted version of that yeah oh here's one I thought remember the the cool runnings with uh was it yeah yeah with John Candy John Candy no
3: no it's it's silly it's fast-paced that's the thing and nowadays the movie has to be fast-paced and preferably silly for these kids
1: gotcha gotcha all right that's why
3: I'm going to start off with the Goonies on the final Monday of school
1: That'd be a good one. They'll like. They should like the Goonies in the. Oh, don't they have phones? Ruffle Where shuffle, do it. Why didn't they put that uh, you know on uh, the TikTok? They could have put the you know the monster on the TikTok. What's up with that? I don't understand. <laughs> they would have gone viral.
2: Unite like avocados.
4: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick
2: And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon.
1: Uh, The back scratcher segment, Danny G. uh, Right now, you scratch our back, we scratch yours. And this week, did we get three reviews? Two reviews or no reviews? I'm going to say two reviews. Danny G, you are overly optimistic. We pitched a shutout. We pitched a shutout, which is disappointing because I'll tell you why. If you go to the Apple podcast page, we have been trying to get to 400. We like round numbers, a nice big round number. We are still two reviews away. From the Magic. We're at 398. We need to get to 400. So you could be number 399, and then somebody else will be number 400, or vice versa, and then we'll get to that round number, and then we can keep going to 500. But my math tells me, Danny, we have to get to 400 before we get to 500. There's no way to get to 500 without getting to 400.
3: Yeah. And if I remember correctly, we targeted the month of June to get there. So... Come on, let's go. We got to get it done this month.
1: We only have a, you know, it's a few months is flying by. Time's flying by. Can't slow it down. Won't slow it down. Even if we wanted to slow it down, got to beat the baby. We need these reviews
3: before her water breaks.
1: <laughs> yeah, how disappointed would Danny G's son be if that uh, his dad did not get the 400 reviews on the podcast? I be embarrassed you don't want to embarrass Danny G when his kids I mean his kids going to be uh, be proud of him he, you want know, anyway all right um so if you want to do that it's in the description on this podcast but go to the podcast page for apple apple.com it's podcast.apple.com search the 5th hour with Ben Maller you can also while you're at it give a review to the Ben Maller show podcast let's get scientifical. what do you say Danny G you want to get scientifical? let's do it all right, we'll get scientific right now. These are some science stories that caught my attention. Uh, science-related stories. You don't often think of Wendy's when you think of science, the fast food place with the square burgers and the chicken. But ta-da! Uh, there's a science story. Let's get scientific. Coming from Wendy's, they have announced they will soon deploy drive through chatbots. Uh, the chatbots AI at the drive thru. So, Ooh. when you want the frosty and the nuggets and the large fry, you will be talking to AI. Uh, that is going to be the new thing here. And Wendy. So
3: who's going to be at the cash register at the first window? That's
1: a good question. That's a good question. But they say that the Wendy drive through Wendy's drive thru's in the United States in the coming month. The decision has been made by corporate because of a labor shortage at Wendy's. And the first test location where chatbots will be deployed is Wendy's in Columbus, Columbus, Ohio. That is the home, the birthplace of Wendy's. And the CEO says AI chatbots are a huge opportunity for us to deliver a truly a differential faster and frictionless experience to our customers, which is to say, let me let me use like seven big words, and then I'll sound really smart, and people will love it, and what the hell.
3: So, frictionless?
1: Yeah, I don't even know what that...
3: Uh, sounds like that guy's sex life.
1: Hello. Uh, Wendy's collaborated with Google to create customized uh, the customized chat box and uh, the, the language model... Uh, they, so, I don't know. Eh, there you go. They say that the chat box will have a female voice. It has been programmed to understand requested items that aren't phrased exactly as they appear on the menu.
3: Wouldn't it be great if it sounded like Tammy in Montana?
1: Yeah, salt hey, hey, on. Or Genie. Come on in, man. Hey, uh, hey, Adi, can I get a milkshake? You know, hey. <laughs> have you heard about redheads? I don't want a frosty. I want a milkshake. Yeah. Uh, all right. So hey, that's our first <laughs> scientifical story. Uh, here's an interesting story from Dubai. A lot of people who love the ocean are freaking out. They're saying, what's going on to the ocean? All the reefs are going away and all this stuff. So an artificial reef is being built in Dubai that will have one billion million. Corals. One billion corals. They are they're going big. I've never been to Dubai. I'll likely never get there, but they do go big. Seventy seven square miles. They're calling it a floating living lab that is being built, complete with the billion corals, a luxury eco lodge. So there's you can stay at this thing. So oh here's why they're doing they that's why they're doing it, Danny. The resort? Yeah. Yeah, it's like it's man made. We're going to have all these fish there. And so we'll put all this coral. We're going to make all this, you know, coral. And then people will want to come there because there'll be all these exotic fish. And it's a luxury resort.
3: How about some mechanical sharks while they're at it? That'd be cool. And then you could rent the remote control boxes to people. Yeah. Why not? Have a joystick and you could chase people in the water with your shark.
1: Yeah. Uh, here's the people at, at Hyundai have created a uh, – there's a There's a video going around. I don't know if you saw this this week. It's a science story. An electric car that is able to drive sideways. Yeah, they're working on the tech on this that would let anyone parallel park. Hmm. So the company has added motors to all four wheels, allowing them to turn sideways. <laughs> Man. Okay. So you can turn wheels 90 degrees, and they call it the crab walk. You can do the crab walk. Okay. Uh, I don't know how long that's going to take to get to the market, but what the hell? You ever wondered what human meat tastes like, Danny? What? You know, you're not going full Jeffrey Dahmer on <laughs> no. the uh, road You get a little flesh. Uh, you, you, you've met all – you've eaten all the human flesh you want, which is none.
3: I'm like you. I like my meat cooked uh, medium well. Yes.
1: Cut that meat! This is – let's get scientifical. Scientists have discovered uh, or they claim they, they know what human meat tastes like. And they have revealed – the different uh, flavors of the uh, human meat, uh, they say, eating part, uh, a uh, an influence, of course it's an influencer, ate her meniscus. She had it removed during surgery, and so she ate her meniscus. Uh-huh. And she said it, uh, well, she she ate part of her own knee in a spaghetti. So she put it in a little spaghetti, And uh, she said it was, uh, like, flavorless. Uh, There you go. Uh, Somebody else compared it to veal in this story. Um, So, there you you go. Um, I think I'm all right. (laughs) Although I do bite my fingernails sometimes when I get nervous, which is kind of like eating human, not human flesh, but, yeah. So, uh, this one's sent in by uh, our friend Alf, the alien opiner, says scientists have discovered a new species of blind snake in a Brazilian river that looks just like part of the human anatomy. This is the second or third consecutive week we've had one of these stories. He's long everywhere. Every week there's one of these stories. I guess there's only so many things that there's so many shapes out there on the planet Earth. And so there's a lot of things that look like junk. and this this would be another one. So I'm going add that to the list. A, a blind snake in a Brazilian river looking like your junk. So well maybe maybe not your junk, but maybe somebody else's depending on your junk, it's really up, you'd have to be the person that knows what you. What you look like there? So there is that. I will right, we'll get out on that. And anything you want to promote, Danny, on a Saturday, 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 Saturday?
3: Nah, man, this the fifth hour podcast today. I'm actually on the live air. Big thank you to everybody that supports the
1: podcast. Absolutely, thank you. You are my favorite person for downloading this podcast. I mean that because. You know, otherwise, what's the point of doing this, Danny, if no one's actually listening to it? There are plenty of podcasts where no one listens to. We do not want to be that type of podcast. Yeah,
3: I should mention, it's Mother's Day weekend. That's right. Yeah.
1: Love your mom. Spoil your mom. Take so give a gift mom. today
3: so that you're not empty-handed
1: tomorrow. Or you could wait till Monday when everything's on sale. But that would be the wrong thing to do. That okay. would be the wrong thing to do. You should not do that. Do not do that. For Mom deserves only the best which means as good as all the rest. All right, we'll get out on that. Have a wonderful day. We'll catch you next time.
3: Oh, yeah, Ben. How about my Lakers? Han Coon, here we go. Good prediction by you, buddy. How dare you. Later, skater. Got a murder. Got to go.
0: I'm Viosa And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast.